Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by my epic 10-week Naturally Well program clients are raving about. Think of Naturally Well as your step-by-step guide to completely overhauling your wellness. Over 10 modules, we dive in deep, my friend. We take a look at your whole picture of health. I hold your hand and guide you how to move your body in a loving way, eat from a place of love, be a more positive and happy soul. You'll learn how to nourish your thoughts, how to be a self-care and self-love goddess, how to transform your home into a more low-tox and high-vibing one, plus so much more. You'll learn exactly how to meditate, journal, and create your own self-care practice so you feel fan freaking tastic. In turn, hello, a more lighter, radiant, and healthier version of you. This is the true and sustainable way to finally drop that excess weight because you'll first learn how to love yourself and drop emotional baggage that's currently holding you back. And just for listening today, I am hooking you up with a pretty sweet deal. Just use the code podcast at checkout at hayleymore.com to receive 15% off. That's H-A-Y-L-E-Y-M-O-R.com. How cool is that? Let's jump into this week's podcast episode. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back. We have reached episode 60. This one is called How Not to Lose Yourself Through Stress and Adversity. And I know you are going to get a lot out of today's episode because the conversations I'm currently having with clients, with friends and family, or just strangers, basically, um, it's all got this collective vibe at the moment. I feel like a lot of us are going through some form of stress and anxiety and adversity. We have challenges in our life. There is a lot of mental health struggles at the moment. There's just a lot going on. Um, I was listening to a podcast episode the other day. Um, they were saying that the effects of the last couple of years that's happening now, so we're, we're dealing with the effects of a really tough couple of years, this is set to to go into the next couple of years. Like, 
there is this, everyone's just run down um, and or sick at the moment and there's just something going on. There's some struggle that is happening and I am the same. Um, so I know if I'm going through something, you will get something out of this. This is how I do my podcast. I'm very, very led by my intuition, very, very strong connection to my intuition. I know you're going to get something out of today. And I will update you on how this episode came about as well. Um, because at the moment, well, I feel like uh, in the last couple of days, it's easing. Um, but in the last couple of weeks, if not months, it has been a really, really tricky time in my life. I've um, I've been dealt with some really tricky challenges to overcome. Um, and it has seen a lot of stress and anxiety in my life as a result of it. Um, but this deep knowing and underlying, um, voice inside of me kept saying, you know, kept guiding me, keep doing the things that make you feel good. Um, because at times I wanted to curl up in a ball at times. I just wanted to jump into bed and wake up two days later. Like at times I just felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown, um, and there was a lot of things, um, you know, that's happening in my personal life. I just went through a recent breakup um, with someone that I had a very strong connection to. So that was, you know, that took its toll in my life. Um, also, you know, dealing with things, my daughter's dad, we have been going through some struggles around things at the moment, um, around um, my daughter's care and things like that. So that's been playing a role um, in my life. And then at one point it was like, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, everything was just like happening at once. Like from me accidentally breaking my computer um, to then losing four years of work on my external hard drive, com- two completely different situations. Um, you know, dealing with all of those. Um, but during all that time, again, this voice in my head was like, don't buy into that story, Haley. You know that story when you're like, oh, of course that happened to me because. X, Y, and Z has just happened to me. Um, you know, oh, why is this happening? Because, you know, my life's falling apart at the moment. I'm everything's turned to shit. Like, you know, all of that's the story that we can keep playing out to ourselves when we're dealing with all of these things at once. And before we know it, we can let that negativity, that negative Nancy come in um, and start controlling our thoughts and our actions and the way that we live. Now, I am going to share with you today some really beautiful, practical things that you can do in your life to still feel good. Because throughout all of this, when I was going through all of this and, you know, there's still parts of it that I'm still in, still dealing with now, but, you know, at my real heightened times when I was very upset, when I was very stressed, when I couldn't sleep, when I had these thoughts in my head, there were all these things that I just knowingly knew I needed to turn to, to keep feeling like myself and to keep feeling good. Um, because it is, is possible. Um, feeling good is always possible, no matter what you're going through. Um, so this is where I'm sharing my wisdom now, the things that I do to keep feeling good. Like, like I said, at times I just wanted to curl up into a ball, but I knew that that was not going to serve me. And I also knew that if I was to give in, that's giving power to that situation. That's giving power to an external source. That's giving power to others. Um, and hella high water, I was not going to let that happen. If I was to fall in a heap, that is letting other people have control of my life in a way. And I'm in control of my life. I'm in control of my feelings. I'm in control of my health. I'm in control of all these things. So sometimes we can feel like the external is sitting, is coming into our life and kind of sitting on us and squishing us and, you know, making us feel so stressed and so small in a way where, you know, doing the things that make you feel feel good is like you giving it's giving you the strength to for all of that weight that's coming down to hold it back up and being like hang on a sec these are happening to me but I am not going to let them push me down and squish me I can hold them up I can keep them at you know a a healthy um kind of distance from myself. I can deal with them and I can do it with ease and grace because it is possible. I know right now, if you're listening to this, you might be in the deep and dark of it. You might be not seeing that line, but if you take anything from today, maybe you adopt one thing, two things, three things from this. It all matters. Every single little bit matters and you matter. Um, you know, and the biggest thing that we can take, if you can take away from this as well, is knowing that you are in 
control of that. No matter what is happening, you are in control of it. You can take those little steps. Even if it's a tiny little edge forward today, it's still a step. It's still a step to taking back control and not letting other people um, and other situations and the external come in and squish our internal because you are not worth that. Um, You are so much stronger than what you think. And I, and the first one, um, before we go into the first one, sorry, we already know the impacts that stress has on our body. Um, and to list a few, I've actually got them out here. I want to like actually just paint that picture and remind us of what that stress is actually doing to our body. It can cause fatigue, digestive problems, pain in your body, high blood pressure, premature aging, a weakened immune system, changes in the reproductive system, acne, teeth grinding, hair loss, depression, anxiety, headaches and dizziness, weight gain. The list goes on. We are much better than that. We can get on top of this so we can control our, so we can have a little bit more power over our stress and not our stress having power over us. You can already hear in my voice today, that this is coming from a place of experience. Like this is coming, it's still quite raw for me. Um, it's still, I'm still coming off the back of quite a bit of a dark moment. Um, and, you know, I'm coming out a stronger person. The things that challenge you now, you will have growth at the other end. Just remember that. What's challenging you right now, what you're dealing with right now, you will get through it. And it will give you the strength. It will give you the wisdom and it will give you life experience to know um, to, to know a, a, a you on a deeper level. We know we get to know ourself just S-E-L-F, we get to know ourself on a deeper level when we go through adversity. Um, And we take that into our life and we become more resilient, stronger, calmer, happier people as a result. So just know nothing can overcome you. You have got this inside of you. Um, So I'm going to actually run through 10 points with you today, 10 things that you can do. If you're feeling that weight on your shoulders right now, you're like, holy moly, I just feel so overwhelmed. Um, Or you're going through something tough in your life. Um, A, no, I'm here. Uh, You can always reach out. Um, And B, these are the 10 things that you can incorporate into your life right now. Um, All right, let's go straight into number one. And it is change your mindset. Have you ever found yourself saying, when I just get my life back on track or when my life calms down a bit, or when I just get over this thing, I'll do X, Y, and Z for myself, whether that's self-care and self-nurturing, whether that's doing a like mindfulness practice, whether whatever it is, it's actually right now that we're mo- we most need it during these times of challenge, during these tri- times of adversity and the more stressful times in your life. Um, so I know it's easy to be like, look, I'm just going to ride this thing out. And then when I get to the end, then I'm going to go do all the things that make me feel good. When I'm feeling better, when life's stressed, this is where we need to change our mindset. You can start doing it now. This is what's going to keep you sane. This is what's going to keep give you the strength to keep going, to give you that inner self-love and that inner confidence to push through it with more ease and grace. So that mindset is number one, changing your mindset. Instead of saying, I'm going to do it later, um, change that mindset. I'm going to do it now because these are the moments I need to self-nurture. These are the moments I need the self-love. I need the self-care. Like do it while you're going through it because you will, you know, the, those impacts of stress are going to be alleviated. The impacts that of that adversity is going to be alleviated um, by continuing to just, and you might be doing these things on autopilot too, and that is okay. As long as you're keeping up that habit and as long as you're saying yes to yourself every day and acknowledging that you are worthy um, of putting yourself first, then that is, that is, that's like, amen. Like that is, that is the biggest thing. So that's why I've put number one as change your uh, that's why I put change your mindset as number one, because that's how important it is. We first need to change this mindset that we're, we're okay to put ourselves first during this um, and, and to look and to go internal and do the things that make us feel good while we're doing it. We don't have to wait till this date comes so that we think we're over it. 
Number two, make a feel-good list. These are all things that are going to make you feel amazing, by the way. They're actually just nurturing me as I'm going through them. So what lights you up? What charges every cell in your body? Then make a list. It could be anything. So get out a pen and paper and write it out. And then once you've written it out, put it somewhere that you'll see it regularly and choose a minimum. Set yourself a minimum of one item to do off this list every single day. I said minimum, you can do more on the days when your schedule allows, but just doing one. Like I said, those baby steps, the baby steps are the things that are just going to edge us forward and give us that little bit more strength every day. So make make that list. Maybe it's cooking or baking, taking a bubble bath or magnesium salt bath for added calming and detoxing benefits. If you follow me on social media, you know I talk about this all the time. A crafty hobby. Maybe it's um, cold shower therapy. Maybe that's turning the the, the shower to cold at the end. Um, And it has so many beautiful benefits on your nervous system. The vagus nerve, which, which is the one that we want to actually activate to put us in a more calmer state. It's called the vagus nerve. That is what helps uh, cold water therapy called shower therapy helps us get into that state. You're also telling your mind that you can overcome hard things. Having a cold shower is challenging and it can be reflected into this challenge that's going on in your life. So at the moment, I'm having a cold shower every single morning. At the end, I'll flick it to cold and I'll put it on for about two minutes. I breathe and go, I am strong. I am calm. I am courageous. I am determined. I've got this. I am, you know, beautiful, amazing, magnificent. I'm like, I just, I just yell out all these, um, affirmations. My blood's actually flowing through my body as I'm saying that. Um, so yeah. And I just, I'm breathing and I'm saying the affirmations and I'm under this cold water therapy. And when I, um, under the cold water in the shower. When I turn that tap off far out, I feel freaking amazing. It's telling your mind. Yeah. It's just empowering you. I call them empower showers. Um, you feel empowered, uh, afterwards stepping outside of that shower. You feel so freaking powerful. So that might be on your list. Infrared sauna. If you've fortunate enough to get one at home. Oh, it's on my to-do list. I mean, it's on my, um, wish list. Uh, or you might need to book into a day spa or somewhere that has an infrared sauna, a gym or a, um, a pool. Uh, and they're really good. That's really good for feeling good and detoxing and, um, you know, putting you in that state as well. Maybe it's getting a facial or a massage to really just nurture your nervous system, walking to your favorite cafe and grabbing a coffee. So you're getting out and about, you're getting that fresh air and then you're rewarding yourself with the coffee, um, taking yourself out shopping and buying yourself a feel good piece of clothing. Oh, how good does that feel? Maybe it's gardening, getting your hands into the earth and like that's very earthing and grounding in itself, Um, you know, and it's very therapeutic on your mind. Maybe it's decluttering your home, taking a dance class, going to yoga or a meditation class. It can be anything. This feel good list is what feels good for you. It might be doing a puzzle. It might be doing adult coloring, coloring in. (laughs) It it can be anything, like absolutely anything. It has to feel good for you. Um, This is not the list to zone out and numb out to Netflix. This is not the list, unless you can do that in a loving way and sit down, you know, with a cup of tea, be really mindful and watch a really, you know, something that's going to make you feel good. One episode, like, you know, that's, that might be part of your to-do list, but just be um, your feel-good list, but just be aware that that screen time and the watching the TV is a form of numbing out. Um, You can change your mindset on that and be like, I'm going to relax to this. I need this. I need to zone out and I need this episode to feel good. But if you're 10 episodes in and you're numbing out, you're also scrolling on your phone. Um, that is not part of your feel good list. Anyway, um, so yeah, make your list, write it out. I'm actually loving doing interim vision boards at the moment. So if you're doing my Naturally Well program, you would know exactly how to do your vision board. You may have already made one and it's probably up somewhere in your home, um, somewhere permanent that is like your goal, your life vision board. So I'm making interim ones at the moment. I just made one and when I got it printed at Officeworks and got it laminated, I've got it in my shower at the moment. I'm actually staring at it right now. I've got another copy on my desk. It's the interim one. It's because when I was going through that little experience and I still am, um, it's my feel good 
It's my things that I'm working towards right now. So it's my interim one. Um, and then I've got my permanent one as well. I'm just like, my house is full of vision boards and affirmations at the moment. It just feels so good. Um, you've got to do what feels right for you. Um, so maybe it is the vision boards on your feel good list. Um, I know that charges me so much. Like whew, I feel so good after doing those. So now that you've made this list, this is your non-negotiables. And you, it, it is important that you do them, like you actually action them. And like we said, that minimum of one per day, but schedule it in like an appointment, get out your phone, your calendar or your diary and pop it in, stick it like, and then stick to it. So pop it in as an, as an appointment. So it's actually in your schedule, whether it looks like first thing in the morning, whether it looks like in the middle of the day between appointments, it is an appointment as well. So putting it in, scheduling it in, and then actually doing it. Um, if something comes up, be like, sorry, I'm actually busy that time. Can we do another time? Like, you know, schedule around it too. So you're still getting it in um, because you're doing that nurturing. You, you are, you know, you've got to balance it out and not have this mindset of, no, I've just got to stick it out and I've just got to get through this day and I've got to get A, B and C done. Um, you know, allowing the time for the nurturing, allowing the time for the feel good stuff as well. So that is number two. Number three, oh my goodness, this is a very, very powerful one. And it's listen to podcasts and audiobooks. This is to minimize external noise that you can receive when you're already going through so much. We don't need extra clutter in our mind. And that can be from the radio, the news, a sad song, emotion evoking ads, whether it's on the radio or TV, they all add up and they contribute to our emotional roller coaster and stress. So have you ever felt really stressed and anxious and you might be in the car going somewhere and then the radio comes on and this like like song evokes these emotions as well. And you might feel more angry or you might feel more sad. And then this sad ad comes on or the news comes on and holy moly, you know, there's some sad stuff in that or, you know, negative stuff in that. And that evokes emotions. Like we don't need that when we're going through this. Instead, pop on really feel good podcasts, pop on your favorite audio book that feels really good. That's positive and uplifting, you know, control your environment. Whether that's instead of putting the TV on in the morning, you have that going. Or when you're in the car, I always do it after I, with my daughter Pippa, when we're in the car, if I'm taking her to daycare or something, I'll put on her favorite songs. Um, she loves like Madagascar at the moment. So I've been putting on Madagascar soundtrack. And then after I drop her off, I get in the car. And then when I'm going to my jobs and doing it, running errands and stuff, I put on my podcast and my audio books. Um, sometimes I have the podcast on while she's in the car. I think it's very important for her to, to listen to that too. And we and teaching her that we both um, have time for the, for the, um, the car. Like we can both listen to things and she's actually pretty good. Sometimes when I listen to a podcast, she just kind of sits there and looks out the window and I think she's taking it in. So, um, yeah, just, it doesn't have to be when you're not around the kids, but you're probably going to get more out of it, um, on your own. So that's a really good one. I love that one. Um, and I, I put it on its own cause it's quite powerful. It's just minimizing that external noise. Just think about the noise that you're getting exposed to. Noise can also be conversations that don't make you feel good. Like if you find yourself in a negative or gossipy situation or conversation, like just excuse yourself from it, remove yourself from it. You don't have to participate. You can step aside and just, you know, go to the toilet and just have a minute to yourself to reset, do some breathing um, and just, yeah, ex just minimize the external noise. You don't need it. You don't need it right now. And number four takes us straight into what I just mentioned. It is meditate and breath work. So we all know by now the importance of having a consistent meditation or breath practice. So, but just to name a few, many, many studies are showing that a consistent meditation practice can help reduce blood pressure, lead to neuroplasticity in the brain, meaning better control of your thoughts and reactivity because our brain's ability to change structurally and functionally, like how amazing is that? Be a more effective um, painkiller than morphine, like that's crazy, and can even sometimes be more effective than sleep. So studies are also showing the key is consistency here. Consistent meditation is more important than lengthy meditation. You could do five minutes every day over a half an hour meditation once a week. So that five minutes every day is going to be more beneficial than just sitting down and finding this, you know, large chunk of time to do it less frequent. Um, so, but the trouble is 
We seem to avoid it like the plague when we need it the most. Our bodies innately avoid things we all know will make us uncomfortable. Hello, I'm putting my hand up right now because this is me sometimes. When I'm in a really stressful situation or um, you know, stuff is going on, I avoid meditation because I know those answers are going to be presented to me so clearly um, and make me uncomfortable. So I sometimes will avoid it. But it's the moment I get my tush down and I actually do it that I think far out, I really, really needed that. Like I know I was avoiding that, but far out, I, I knew that was coming and it's uncomfortable. But on the other side of uncomfortable is going to be growth. And this is like, it's it's a game changer. It really is. Sitting still with our own company can be uncomfortable. But like most things, this often brings up the most profound results. Like exercising and eating well, it can seem daunting and uncomfortable at first. And our mind wanders. And that's okay. We can just bring it back to our next breath. When you find you start thinking about your schedule, when you start thinking about something else, bring your mind and your focus back to that next breath. So meditation is bringing us into the present moment. It's just constantly bringing us back, bringing us back, bringing us back into that present moment. And to do that, you can um, bring your awareness to your breath because that's what's happening right now. That breathing, just bringing it back to your breath. So staying consistent with it for a few weeks and ta-da, it is a habit. A habit. And then hello results. So um, uh, I was got distracted by my notes. I was looking at them. So I was just saying I recently avoided meditation like there's no tomorrow. And I didn't want to do it because deep down I knew the answers that were brewing, uh, which was resulted in a breakup. Um, It resulted in standing up for myself with my ex and things like that. Um, And I knew once I did that, those answers came up and the clarity came up. It was uncomfortable. But then on the other side of that, Holy moly, like I needed those answers to come up. I was just avoiding them. I just wasn't ready for them. I knew what I needed to do. I just wasn't ready for them until I was ready. (laughs) And then the meditation brought up those answers for me and then action followed following that. So once we meditate and if we do it in the morning, which is the best time to do it because then it's done for the day and it also has that effect for the day. You can do it again because uh, at night because it helps with sleep. But when you're doing it in the morning, we better handle what our day throws at us. We are calmer, happier, and radiant. Uh, we radiate at a higher frequency with our energy, sorry. And that is contagious. Who doesn't want to feel this way? When you feel this way, it's contagious for those around you. We met and also like you radiate this different energy. Like when you walk into a room, people are like, whoa, what's she having? Um, I want a bit of that. You just radiate this different frequency. It's it's actually pretty mind-blowing if you think about it. So in terms of um, once we've dedicated to the meditation practice, we make better food choices in our health. We, um, we, sorry, we make better choices for our health, the food we eat, the way we move our body. We see love in a situation that is usually fueled out of anger, hatred, and frustration. That is a massive one. So again, going back to that neuroplasticity, it's our reaction to things um, is, you know, it's just we don't have that react that heightened reaction that we once did. We we process things a little bit better when we're in that um, calm state. So you can use a guided meditation app. That is a great way to start if you haven't done any any of that work before and you know that you too are avoiding it. Um, one great way to get started is to use apps like Insight Timer. There's one called Calm or Headspace. Or you have lifetime access to the beautiful meditations I lovingly recorded inside your Naturally Well program. Um, I love those. They are so freaking amazing. Um, There's a really beautiful like body positivity one, um, a really good calming one. Like there's there's a few of them that I recorded and they're, they're so good. All right, number five, moving on, is notch up quality sleep. Now, this one can be a hard one if our mind is over over overworking all of the time because usually when we're stressed the first thing that goes is our sleep because we're we're just like 
us, our thoughts are just running rampant when we lay down at night. So this is where we can take control of our sleep. Going back to that, can take in, taking control of the situation, we can take control of the environment and, and improve our sleep. So these are a few really good things that you can do. I take sleep so seriously um, that I do most of these every night. And I actually didn't really have uh, an effect. It didn't really have an effect. Uh, the stress didn't really have an effect on my sleep previously because of all of this stuff that was, I was doing. Um, so have a screen switch off time. So set a reminder on your phone to alarm. Uh, to alarm you at your chosen time, whether that's one to two hours before bed to let your mind calm and go into a parasympathetic, which is rest and digest before bed. So this can be a really hard one. This will might take a little bit of discipline to literally switch off that TV, switch off your phone or put your phone away out of sight. Like this takes a lot of work and also consistency um, to get it to create a habit Um, Because it's very easy to numb out and just keep watching another episode and then another episode, another episode until we turn the TV off, we walk straight to bed, brush our teeth and straight to the bedroom, brush our teeth and jump into bed. Like that is not going to get us into a calm state before sleep. So um, yeah, and then think about what you're going to do in that time. Like have a plan instead of just switching off the TV and then you phone, you're like, oh gosh, what am I going to do now? Um, And then you've got these urges to switch the TV back on and, um, and your phone back on. Think of things that you're going to do. So I'll go, I think I'm going to go jump into bed or I'm going to snuggle up on the couch and I'm going to read for 10 to 15 minutes, or I might just switch some music on. And if I'm tidying up the kitchen and putting the dishwasher on and stuff, like I've got this beautiful calming music or jumping in a bath is a really good one, particularly that magnesium salt to get you in that calm state and relaxation before bed. Um, But yeah, it takes great discipline and consistency, but have that switch off time, have a screen switch off time. The next one is keep your house as dark as possible. Use minimal lamps, warming globes, or better yet, red light globes to block out any blue light. So the blue lights, the ones that stimulate us, that um, keep us feeling wired. And that's found in your phone, on the TV, any screen that you're looking at. You can wear blue blocking glasses. Um, So even if you do need to look at your phone in this time, you still will be protected. So my rule is as soon as the sun goes down, my glasses go on. Um, and also my phone, you switch it on to night mode so that it takes away that a lot of that blue light and it kind of gives that yellowy, orangey tinge to your phone because um, it's kind of going darker. I actually have that on 24-7. You don't have to. You can just flick that on at night, pop your glasses on, or if you don't have your glasses, just pop that on um, on your phone so you're at least doing something um to have a positive effect on your eyes. Um, And yeah, just really taking an inventory of the blue light that's around your home. Like have a look. If it's really stark and you're kind of squinting, um, I don't use any of my main lights at night. Nowhere. I don't put them on anywhere. It actually irks me when Pippa goes and puts hers on because I usually have her lamp in her bedroom. Um, And and she goes and puts it on. I'm like, no, we're going to turn that off and we'll just use lamps. Um, Yeah, so just keep that house really just warm and comforting and just as as the night goes on, you want minimal, minimal, minimal light. So by the time you go to bed, you're already really feeling like you're ready for bed. You're ready for sleep. Um, so you want to ensure there's a good gap of fasted time before bed as well. So this is the time that you stop eating. So you can set a time if you wish to stop eating. So work backwards from your bedtime. So three hours is a really good um like goal to have. So if you go to bed at seven, uh, 10 o'clock, then you stop eating at seven. Um, so it just depends. So that three hour gap, whatever your bedtime is, work backwards and try to aim for that, that um, three hours before bed. And then also, so you're getting in that full fasted state. So mine's actually eight. Um, I stop, I say I stop eating at eight, but that would actually mean um, 11 p.m., which I do never go to bed at 11 p.m. That would be really um, late for me. I actually need to pull that back, but I don't eat that at that time anyway. For some reason, I've always had eight o'clock in my head, but it's it's more like seven o'clock in my head or it's even 6.30, even earlier. Like it's so early. I just stop eating after dinner. I don't really snack that much after dinner to get in the most um, fasted time because you, your body doesn't want to be digesting food when you're before bed. You want it to kind of like fully digest and get into that rest and digest state um, that you need to get a good night's sleep. Um, And again, 
if you can fast for that 12 hours. So if you stop, the reason I have 8 p.m. is because I don't, I eat after 8 a.m. in the morning. So that's that full 12 hours. It's usually more because I've stopped eating earlier and then I actually don't eat till after then anyway. But if you can have that good 12 hours, um, yeah, that's a really good um a really good framework to go by your body. You don't need to be um, churning food while you're trying to get to sleep. Um, And that 12 hour fasted thing, that's more of a, like a detoxing weight loss thing as well. The fasting side of things, but it can also help you sleep much better. Um, pop your diffuser in your bedroom and shut your door. So I'll actually talk about some oils that are great for rest and calm really soon. Um, That's later on in, in um, one of the other, Uh, points that you can work towards to keep you feeling good while going through adversity and jump into bed earlier what's realistic for you observe your night behavior what where can you pull back where can you jump into bed earlier like do you need to pull back on that tv time the screen time the work whatever you're doing like just jump into bed earlier. We can all jump into bed half an hour earlier. Whatever it is right now, jump into bed earlier. Um, so just get, if, at least you're getting your tush into bed, then you can read and then you can relax and, and do whatever you need to do. So before I go to sleep as well, I spray magnesium spray spray on the bottom of my feet. I use one called Amazing Oils, which is really good. Magnesium oil has been shown to improve sleep and general calm and relaxation. So... Again, when you've jumped into bed um, earlier, you've put your magnesium spray on, um, write down any pre-bed thoughts or emotions. This is the one that that anxiety and that stress can be caused to can be interrupting your sleep because your mind's just overactive. And it can be anything. Whatever is going on in your mind right now, just put your thoughts, pre-bed thoughts on a piece of paper next to your bed. Like just have a journal with a pen on it, write it down. And you can either do one of two things. You can either crumble it up and put it in a, like crumble it into a ball and throw it away afterwards to symbolize those thoughts no longer serving you. Like you're throwing them away. Or if they're things that you need to pick up tomorrow, jot them down on your, on your notebook and pick them back up the next day. It's just like you're like, okay, I'm going to put my thoughts on the bit of paper. I'm going to enjoy my sleep. And then I'm going to pick up and then um, attend to it the next day. So there are two things that you can do. If it's no longer serving you, then throw, throw that thought away. Um, otherwise, if you need to pick it up the next day, then that's what you can do. And then the last point on getting a good night's sleep is wear a sleeping mask. So there's so many out there at the moment. I actually don't like those ones with a little thin elastic around the back. I like the ones that go completely around my head. So they block out all the light. So they go over your nose. I've got a silk one and a bamboo one, and they're like a big strip that goes right around your head because they go over your ears as well. And they, they aid in, um, some sound blocking benefits as well. So, um, it blocks out the light. It goes so right over your nose. Um, and it feels really good as well. The pressure on your face actually is really quite calming um, and can help you go to sleep. Don't worry, it doesn't completely block out noise if you need to wake up to kids. You, I will always hear a, a crying child through that sleeping mask. Um, but yeah, it's really good to help you get to sleep. Number six um, is uh, write out your emotions, which we just went through in the part of the sleep schedule or the sleep step-by-step guide. Um, but this is, uh, you can do this as bed as well, but also at any time. So write it out, whatever you're feeling, like whatever you're feeling, journaling is amazing for dumping a brain dump. I always tell clients, do a brain dump, brain dump, brain dump, brain dump. Because most of the time we're walking around, we're either telling ourselves stories that are not true. We're stressing over something that actually it doesn't even need to take up space in our brain. We might be in that just overthinking mode, just writing it out, writing it out, writing it out, writing it out, write how you're feeling, write what's going on in your life, write out what's frustrating you. And this is your moment to choose to burn them if they're no longer serving you, like the sleep one, you don't want to be burning before sleep, but this is one during the day or in the morning. Um, you can burn them. You can literally write it on a bit of paper, burn it and get rid of it. Do it in your sink, get rid of it if it's no longer serving you or just writing it out in your journal and then politely closing it and just, just getting it out of your brain. Um, the, the part of this number six is also using affirmations. So once you've got that self-limiting belief, that story that's going on in your head, that stress that you realize you don't even need to be stressing about um, is, you know, once you've got that out, then you can replace it with really feel good affirmations. 
I am strong. I am calm. I go about my day with ease and grace. I call in an abundance today. Um, I am, I am having a beautiful day. I will not let this overcome me. I am strong. I am in control of my body. I'm in control of my feelings. I'm in control of my thoughts. You can write whatever you need to be boosted in, like whatever area you need to feel confidence and boosted in. Um, you know, I'm a beautiful, loving, nurturing mother. I am a wonderful partner. You know, I, um, I, I am beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I, I, you know, I, I'm learning to love myself. You know, my thoughts are not my reality. Um, I choose not to listen to my stories in my head today. You know, you can just write whatever feels good for you. If you need work with affirmations, I'm really, I'm a writer. I'm really good at helping with that. So reach out if you need help writing your own personal list of affirmations. They've got to be personal to you. Number seven is move your body daily. This is a good one. Research shows movement makes you more aware of the aliveness of your body and allows your physical energy to move in natural ways and not get stuck. According to Gabrielle Bernstein's latest book, Happy Days, which I'm just about to finish, connecting your body through movement, connecting to your body through movement will help your nervous system to regulate and release tension, leading to an inner peaceful state. These doesn't actually have to be hour-long sweat sessions as well. You can literally even jump up and down on the floor, jump up and down on trampoline, skip, dance, like just move, wave, wave your hands around and wiggle your hips, put your hands on your hips and swivel from side to side, like moving, just moving that energy, that stress, those thoughts, everything's just moving through your body. I'm doing it now. You, you could probably hear it through my, you could probably pick up the energy that I'm giving you right now. Just moving, 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 moving. You can go for a walk. You can just dance around with your kids in the lounge room, like just moving, 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 moving. Um, so number seven is move your body daily. I personally love to move with a that sweat session. I feel so empowered afterwards. I love the sweat on my skin. I love the connection to my mat. Um, I feel like, yeah, that's the biggest mental health thing for me. And it's got me through so many tough times. Number eight is nourish your body with whole foods. Listen to your body. If you feel like sweets and snacks, bake something and be present in the experience and then stop and eat it mindfully. This aids in really good digestion. Um, You can also stimulate the vagus nerve before you eat, like I was saying before that vagus nerve. So the role of the vagus nerve in the parasympathetic nervous system is to slow this sympathetic stress response. So The sympathetic system controls our fight or flight response. In other words, this system prepares the body for strenuous physical activity. So the events that we would expect to occur within the body to allow this to happen, uh, allow this to happen, do in fact occur. The parasympathetic system regulates rest and digest function. So that sympathetic is that fight or flight, which we still need as well. We still need that. Um, we need to be, you know, aware and we need to be ready and at the ready. But at the moment, too many of us are functioning on that every single day, all day, like all day, every day, and that is not a good. Um, that is not a good situation to be in. So we also want to balance it by tapping into our parasympathetic system. Um, and that is our rest and digest. So we want to be in that parasymp- parasympathetic state before and during eating. Because if you're eat, if you, have you ever eaten really fast in a stressful state and you have a lot of indigestion and bloating and gassy and it's just, it's not good. Your body is just like, it's in that fight or flight mode and you, eating is just not part of its um, its list of important things to do. Is digesting that food? They're like, hell no! Um, I'm in like fight or flight mode. I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to to fight. The, you know, I'm I'm ready to attack. <laughs> and it's not in a in a place to digest and make us feel really good. Um, so I actually make up an essential oil roller after, um, listening to some advice on a podcast once, and it's got like some lime and some cloves in it, like 20 drops lime and 10 to 15 drops clove. So you can also use juniper, lavender, and chamomile. So you just put it in a roller with a, um, carrier oil. So I do it with a fractionated coconut oil and you roll it on your vagus nerve. So that can be found behind your ears. So you could just roll it. So you just roll it behind your ears. You can look up on Google exactly how you can find 
around your vagus nerve. I roll it on before I eat um, and just to try and get myself into that parasympathetic um, state before eating. A disclaimer though, it is not suitable for pregnant women as it contains clove. I do have to say that. So other ways to stimulate the vagus nerve though, you don't have to use that roller. You can breathe more slowly, aim for six breaths per minute. Breathe more deeply from the belly. Thinking about, think about expanding your abdomen and widening your rib cage as you inhale. And exhale, exhale longer than you inhale. So I always say count, inhale on the count of four. So you go three, four, and exhale two, three, four. And if you can get as far as you can, six, seven, eight. So inhale for four and see how long you can get on your exhale. That will put you in that parasympathetic state, activating that vagus nerve. Number nine is use essential oils. So this is amazing, um, something I've been turning to for many, many years. So essential oils or aromatherapy is a holistic modality that uses the complex aromatic compounds of natural plant extracts to support health and promote well-being. So when a smell arrives at the limbic system, the brain releases unique neurochemicals, triggering a variety of reactions. This is because the limbic system structures, structure, structures can affect mood, memory, cognition, behavior, and emotion. Depending on the information our brain gets from our nose, this scent can activate the immune system, change blood pressure, affect digestion, trigger memories, evoke emotions, and kick off a host of other psychological responses. So diffusing quality oils around your home or in your bedroom just before bed or using a carrier oil in your bag so that the... um, or carry rollers in your bag, sorry, not using the carry roll, carry rollers in your bag um, to use during the day, which I do. I love carrying those um, in my bag. Like I just roll them on. Like I've got this lavender one at the moment. I'm just like lathering it on while I'm in the car. Or you can make up some beautiful ones and use it as perfume. So you've got that like day, like constant reminder throughout your day. So I'll go into some oils that you can use now. Um, th- this is a whole episode in itself, oils, uh, a whole course in itself. Um, So some great oils for grounding and stabilizing and calming are lavender, frankincense, frankincense or vetiver. Some great oils that are often thought to have qualities that are centering, strengthening and empowering are that vetiver again. It's very, very powerful um, essential oil. Frankincense, cedarwood, patchouli and sandalwood. While oils you can turn to for reviving, mellowing, harmonizing and cheering are citrus blends and orange, which is so good. I love the smell of orange. So good. And Ylang Ylang is a wonderful all-rounder and is great for promoting relaxation. I actually get that one and rub it over my belly after um after I get out of the shower. It's just, it has so many benefits, Ylang Ylang. It's so beautiful. And number 10, the final, final step for um uh not losing yourself through stress and adversity is um, just sorry, my notes just completely disappeared on me then. I was just trying to get them back. Decluttering your home and cleaning up your environment. As the adage goes, clean home, clear home, clear mind. This applies to the home, car, office, anywhere you spend lots of time in. Decluttering can be a wonderfully spiritual and therapeutic practice. Throwing out items and rubbish that no longer serve you and the family also symbolizes your thoughts. Throw them out. As the famous queen of decluttering and organizing, Marie Kondo, says the space in which we live should be for the person who we are becoming now, not for the person we were in the past. I love that quote. So beautiful. So how do you wish to feel and live? Like, how do you wish to like conjure that up in your mind? How do you wish to feel and live and make your environment reflect that? And maintain it. That's a big one. We can have this beautiful, clear, you know, decluttered home, but it's so easy then to clutter it back up again. And then again, we might be cluttering our mind again. So maintain it, do it regularly or prevent the buildup by keeping these spaces clean and clear always. Um, I mean, it's not going to be always, but just maintaining it all the time. You're going to have messy houses and that's so okay, or messy cars or a messy office, but just continually maintaining it and being like, I'm going to set some time aside right now to clear because I know when I have a clear home or a clear car or a clear office space, I'm clear in my mind. Um, and that's is helping me get through this at the moment. That is 10 steps. 
10 steps to how not to lose yourself through stress and adversity. And I'll quickly go through the 10. Number one, change your mindset. Number two, make a feel good list. Number three, listen to a podcast or audio book. Four, meditate and breathe. Number five, notch up quality sleep. Six, write it out, turn to affirmations. Number seven, move your body daily. Eight, nourish your body with whole foods. Number nine, use essential oils. And 10, declutter your home and clean up your environment. That is what will get you through this adversity. Whatever challenge you're going through at the moment, just remember, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. It will. It will pass. And the most important thing is to care and nurture for your being right now Um, because there is no better time than the present and to look after yourself right now you are worth it you are worthy you are loved you are an amazing being and you deserve to have time spent on you you deserve to invest that time into yourself so then you can reflect that time that you can reflect a more calm, happier, positive person to those around you. Whether you are parenting, whether you are a friend, whether you are a colleague, whether you know you are a leader in this world, whatever you are doing, you first need to nurture yourself to help nurture others. I'm going to leave it there. I love your feedback. As always, please reach out um, with any questions or to continue the conversation. Let me know what you most loved out of this episode. And if you're feeling so generous, um, reviews uh, get more eyes and ears on this podcast and they go a long way and it only takes 30 seconds. So inside the iTunes app, scroll down to the bottom of this playlist, write, uh, click on write a review um, and submit it. It takes two seconds. And it's so greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in and giving yourself this time today. I love you. Sending you love and light as always. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.